Well, hello there, my silly little gooses. Welcome back to another edition of the Midweek Breakdown presented by My Two Cents Podcast, hosted by G2. I am G2, and I would like to ask, how are you today? Um, Right now, the where I am located, I want to let you guys know. I'm not certain if I'm going to be able to get you guys a uh, Saturday or Sunday episode out. It all depends on the weather, because right now, um, it is projected that... Hurricane Adelia will be hitting my area, hopefully not as much as it hit Florida, but it's aiming towards my way, so I'm hoping that it doesn't hit as much. If it does, you will know that there will be no Saturday or Sunday episode out. If miraculously uh, there is an episode out, that means my electricity didn't get touched, everything's fine, it didn't uh, hit as bad, I do want to let the podcast uh, be started with that bit of information because I think as a person that puts out product, you need to let people know what's going to happen and why certain products is not out. So I just want to let that uh, cautionary tale and precaution be uh, notified at the beginning of the pod. And also, I just want to ask a question. Who makes up the names for the hurricanes? I don't get it. This one's Adelia. I didn't understand the uh, pronunciation. I had to hear it from multiple people to understand how to say it, but why give any hurricane any type of name? It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't create the rules for it. I don't even create the names, but it's just something weird to me, and if you're going to make a hurricane or give it a name, give it a name that's sensible, that can roll off the tongue for everybody whenever they see it, like Hurricane uh, Nick, Hurricane Chris, Hurricane, Brittany, or Amber, or Kathy, or Jacqueline, something of that magnitude that you actually can say instead of trying to figure out how to say that hurricane's name. Anyway, that just me going off on a tangent on my own little bubble here, but again, want to let everybody know what's the deal going on so far. Um, First thing I want to start off with is an update. I believe about two weeks ago or so, I started off an episode of the Midweek Breakdown talking about um, over in Japan, there were... Japanese men that came out and talked about how they were sexually assaulted when they were in their teens by a talent agency and how there was going to be an investigation for it. Well, the investigation has come back and the team investigating it has uh, said they found it credible and that um, the late founder of the powerful talent agency, uh, Johnny and Associates, Johnny Kitagawa, did sexually assault and abuse uh men or boys or teens, if you will, as far back as 1950s and targeted at least several hundred people. So they did find that out. They did uh, conclude that did happen. And the investigation panel said that Johnny and Associates must apologize. They must strengthen their uh, compliance measures and educate its ranks about human rights and that the chief executive must resign for not taking action over the years, according to the special team. However, Johnny Kitagawa did die in 2019 and will never be charged because he's dead. The council would say that the company cover-up led to sexual abuse continuing unchecked for so long. So right now they're seeing that there is multiple opportunities to take action. So hopefully the men, the 23 men that spoke out and that decided to come about and say something. Hopefully they get something from uh, Johnny and Associates. I understand an apology is due, but I don't know what they could actually get. Probably money, maybe. But again, there does be a cautionary tale. We have the Me Too movement. We still are having certain uh, situations right now, even in corporate offices uh, here and there. 
if you are being sexually assaulted, please let uh, someone know and try to rally up with as much people as you can. Bring it to a court situation and let the news get to it because public opinion will always shame a company. And that's what companies rely on a lot now. They rely on uh, public uh, perception and how the public view them because if the public ain't rocking with you, they're not going to buy your products or support you in any other type of way. And that will like damage a company. So if you're in a company and you're being sexually assaulted, uh, rally up people that are going to stand beside you. And if nobody's going to stand beside you at the time, still have it on paper. Still say it out loud that you did get sexually assaulted and hopefully someone will have the courage to stand beside you and tell their story and get the ball rolling. Now, next up on the docket, I want to talk about the shootings that happened relatively in the past couple of days. The first one in Jacksonville, Florida, um, Ryan Palmetter, he was the gunman who killed three people in what authorities called a racially motivated rampage at a Dollar General store in Florida, as has come from CNN. Ryan, who's 21, opened fire at a store in Jacksonville on Saturday before killing himself. He had a swastika-embrazened assault rifle, style rifle, and left behind racist writings, officials would say. They will find that the gunman started uh, texting his father and told him to go to his room, where the father found a will and a suicide note, the Jacksonville sheriff would say. The father said he called the Clay County Sheriff's Office a few years ago when his son threatened to kill himself. So his son was seeking out uh, psychiatric help. He did get psychiatric help and was on medication, but it looked like his son stopped taking his medication because there was a full bottle that was filled on July 23rd. His father told the operator when he called this report that his son was missing minutes after the son already started shooting up a Dollar General store. Now, let me get off of the whole reporting part of this. Let me just get to my opinion on this. Um, I don't like it. I don't like that this guy did this. I've already said it about a lot of things whenever it's always racially motivated. I don't understand the racist undertones and things anymore. I don't understand how we live in 2023 now where I understand there's still some racists out there, but how the hell can that be? Like, like seriously, there are too many examples in the world where you see right now where people are literally intertwined with each other. You see blacks chilling with whites, whites chilling with blacks, uh, whites chilling with, uh, Hispanic people, you see blacks chilling with Hispanic people, you see Asian people chilling with black, white, Hispanic, you see everybody just basically intermingling with one another, and I still, to this day, if you were to really sit me down and try to talk to me and tell me why racism exists still now, I would never understand exactly fully why. I understand back in the day because people were afraid of how uh, another person's culture would be or just stupid and ludicrous things that people thought but we are living in 2023 you have the internet you have a uh, television you have person-to-person contact you have a phone where you can literally facetime someone at any moment of any time to see what they're doing and literally have these conversations with each other and you still have races out here i don't get it i really don't um what really ticked me off about this was that they reported that the gunman, Ryan, he did go to um, Edwards Waters University. That's the first historically black college or university in Florida like that day. And students noticed that Ryan started putting on tactical vests, gloves, a mask and a hat. That's whenever a campus security officer would say that students notify security 
and that the security started to pursue Palmer until he left the campus. And then that's whenever they uh, called up the sheriff's office to report a suspicious person. So what that means to tell you is that Ryan was going to shoot up a black college, but since the security was literally following him throughout his whole time while walking on campus, he decided to get away because he knew he wouldn't be able to pull off the type of killings that he wanted to do. And I don't give a damn if he was looking for psychiatric help. There's no way in the world how that could justify this. Mental problems does not like escape you for things like this. No, I don't care if he was on medication. Homeboy stopped taking it. So that was his choice to stop taking it. But now people gonna say, well, Gerald, something he stopped taking medication because it might have messed with his body. I don't give a damn. Let me explain something to you. If your medication is listed to you and you have to take it, let me explain it to you, especially if you have psychiatric like problems, you have to take it. Now, could you explain to your doctor that you probably want to uh, start trying to window off of it or try to give you a lesser dose? Yes, because you don't like it the way it's affecting your body. However, let this be known, you still have to take it because it's supposed to help you. And with them giving it to you, and I understand that we're supposed to can apply a lot of things, but when they give it to you, you're supposed to take it. You're supposed to tell them how you feel about it and give a report back to them. Once you feel something's wrong with it, you tell them immediately. You don't constantly just take it and take it. And then all of a sudden, oh, wait, I hurt. It's been hurting me for some time. No, you tell someone right then and there, your doctor. But getting to the point here, I don't care if this guy was on pills or not. I don't care that he got off of pills. I don't care. He went there with a mission to kill black people. He went there with a mission to try to do as much damage as he could before he took the coward way out and ended up killing himself. I'm just going to be blunt. I've said it before, and I constantly will state this again. If you feel that way about wanting to end your life, one, please call the National Suicide Hotline. It's in my episode description. I want to constantly, like, I have that in every episode legitimately. It's always there. So call that number up and try to seek yourself out some help. But secondly, if you want to end your life, but you want to take other people out before you end your life, don't do it. Instead, just go quietly into the night. That's all I can say. I'm not going to advise you to do it because, again, I don't know what type of lawsuit that can get me in here. I'm just going to be blunt and honest with you all. But don't kill someone in the hopes of killing yourself after the fact. Don't do that. Just, again, try to call the National Suicide Hotline, try to get in contact with someone, and try to do something for yourself before you still feel that way that you want to go. Then, by all means, do what you must do with that, but don't try to kill someone in the process of that. But this story right here, it wasn't good, it wasn't right. I'm just going to leave it at that. Next one up was another shooting that happened, but this time was at the University of North Carolina. A graduate student has been charged with killing his faculty advisor, when he walked into a classroom building and shot the victim and then left, authorities said Tuesday, shedding light on the attack that led to a campus-wide lockdown as police searched for the gunman. Tyler Chi was charged Tuesday with first-degree murder and having a gun on educational property and the Monday's killing. Chapel Hill City Police arrested Chi in a residential neighborhood near the campus within two hours of the attack and didn't need to use force to take him into custody. UNC police chief said at a news conference, he said investigators are still trying to determine a motive and were still searching for the gun that was used to kill the advisor. 
Now, going into details of this uh, storied attack here, it would say that Tyler Chi is a graduate student in the Department of Applied Physical Science who studies nanoparticle synthesis and a light matter interaction. And a page that has since been taken down since the attack, he was listed on the school's website as a graduate student. And Chi took part in a research group that was headed by the advisor that he ended up killing. So right now, people have no idea why he did what he did right now. We're still trying to understand why. Um, his next scheduled in-court date is for September the 18th. He's in jail right now with uh, without bond. He needed an interpreter to explain everything. So right now he has an interpreter and he still has an attorney. This is still brand new. This is still coming up to date as more new information will come out. And as of right now, that's all I have to say about that topic. And last topic here. As it's come from CBS News, 16 year old girl stabbed to death over McDonald's sauce dispute. A 16 year old girl allegedly stabbed another teenage girl to death in Washington, D.C. Early Sunday, police would say the stabbing happened during an argument over McDonald's sauces. Naima Legon, 16, was brought to a local hospital where she died of her wounds, the Metropolitan Police Department did say. According to police, the teens, both from Waldorf, Maryland had ordered food at a DC's McDonald's and then got into a car together. The two then got into an argument over the sauces they had been given, which led to the stabbing. Officers took the other girl into custody on charges of second degree murder while armed. Officials said she had a knife when she was arrested. Also, her other charges would include assault with intent to kill, aggravated assault, felony assault, and carrying a dangerous weapon. Now, the teen did appear in front of a judge on Monday and pleaded not involved, which is the juvie equivalent of not guilty. So she's pleading that she acted in self-defense. I don't know how this is going to play out, to be honest with you. I just know one thing. If you have children, and I've said this countless times, if you are a parent, please make sure that your kid is with you. Do not try to let your kids go out so much. Apparently, this action happened at 2 a.m. in the morning. Kids that are 16 should be bringing their tootsie butts already inside their homes. By 2 a.m., they already should be inside the house. They would state that a curfew for youth in certain areas of Washington, D.C. will start Friday in a city effort to buckle down on violent juvie crimes. Under the curfew, children 16 and younger must be off the streets from 11 p.m. to 6 a.m. on weekdays and midnight to 6 a.m. on weekends. The curfew plans were in place before the stabbing, so... We at least are going to try to get the kids off the streets. I just find, again, it's still so weird how kids are able just to be walking around just like, well, it's a certain time of the night, late at night, and we're just able to walk around, just do everything else. No, the time for that is done. We are living in a completely different age. You bring yourself home. It's done for all that. Um, I'm going to try to keep up with this as much as I can. Um. I just find this incredibly saddening because people are fighting over sauce. It's very, very weird, especially when you go inside McDonald's and say, hey, yo, I didn't get the sauce and try to fugazi or finagle McDonald's out of it. Trust me, I've done it before. If they gave me the wrong sauce or something, trust me, I've did it before. This doesn't make sense how a 16-year-old ends up dying because of sauce. Now, I'm sure more information will come out in due time when it's uh, going to be laid out. But 
I just want to send my condolences to everyone that has lost their lives this past weekend and past couple days. And also want some of my love to the people in Florida because hopefully you guys are doing well. Hopefully that the hurricane didn't hit you as bad at the time of this recording. But uh, we'll have to wait and see as the week uh, follows up from Florida news and also news from my area. Now, with that being said, this has been your midweek breakdown. I have been G2. And it's time for me to give you guys your song of the week. Song of the week for this week is coming from a young lady called Salate. And her song is called I Still. I hope you guys enjoy the song. I hope to be back with you guys with an episode for Saturday and Sunday. But if not, hopefully Wednesday I'll be back with you guys with something. But other than that, again, Salate, I Still. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. I'm out. I said I was your writer today. And I meant it when I said it. Sometimes you make your own mistakes And you might hurt someone along the way I'm sorry for my part in this I hope you can forgive me And I hope you know I never faked it Our love is real and genuine If you're listening I want you to know that I still Miss you and love you I I still wanna be with you I still-